Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Walters Wanderings Travel Podcast. This is episode 28 or so. I sort of lost count, but um, somewhere there is a counter, and well, if I decide I want to go ahead and count, I will count later. Anyway, uh, my special today is on cruises. If you book a cruise with me and you book an inside cabin or an ocean view cabin, I'll send you $25 in onboard credit. If you go ahead and book a balcony or better, I'll send you $50 onboard credit. And if you book the Norwegian Cruise Line, I'll double that offer. Because we have our special guest today is Chris Posada. He is from Norwegian Cruise Line. He's going to talk all about cruising and specifically Norwegian and what's going on. And here he is. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Scott. How are you today? I am good. I'm really good. I had cataract surgery on Wednesday, so now I can see better than I have in years. I'm a happy boy. Well, congrats. Good to, good to hear. I appreciate that. Now, let's start by talking about your background and how you got to Norwegian and what you do for Norwegian, and then we'll get into the mechanics of what's going on in the cruise world right now. A problem. Uh, yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you fine. Yeah, okay, well, what's your perfect. background in Norwegian? Um, well, I've been with Norwegian. This is actually my 12th year with Norwegian. I actually started uh, in direct sales. Um, unfortunately, I was your competition, Scott. That's why I'm on your side now. Department um, <laughs> for two years. Um, I was in credit collections. You can imagine how much fun that was. Um, oh, man. Yeah, that face you just made is the face everybody makes when I tell them that. And then I've uh, been in this position as a uh, BDM account manager for the last five years. And my role, my current role, um, is I lend support to advisors like Scott um, to uh, you know help uh, you know educate them, make sure they have all the proper tools and resources to promote Norwegian, provide any additional support, help them overcome. You know any uh, issues or objections they may face in the marketplace. And of course, over the last year, there's clearly a lot of questions and a lot of a lot of things going on in the marketplace. So I'm here to provide Scott with, uh, you know, everything he needs, you know, and doing events such as this um, goes a long way to obviously educating, uh, you know, his, his clients, you know, in, in all things Norwegian. So um, I enjoy my uh, capacity um, more so than I did credit collections. And um, that's, for, that's for sure. I get to meet a lot of great advisors like Scott um, to help them grow their business. And I'm, I'm happy to do that any way I can. Well, that's great. Now, let's talk a little bit about the Norwegian Cruise Line generically. Um, we know that there's been a whole lot of stuff, and we'll get to the stuff in a little bit. But what separates Norwegian from the other cruise lines out there that uh, are, are around? Um, well, what separates us from our competitors is we are the innovators of freestyle cruising. Uh, what freestyle cruising means, for those of you that have never sailed with Norwegian, is that we offer you the flexibility to structure your cruise vacation on your terms. Um, you know, so if you're planning a trip and, you know, you get to your destination, whatever it may be, you want to be able to do things on your schedule. Um, you know, other competitors, and not that there's anything wrong with what other competitors do, but, you know, it's our advantage is other competitors will, um, you know, tell you you have early dining, late dining, when you get off the ship, um, you know, you know, you have the, the, the mandatory formal nights uh, for dinner. We're a bit more laid back. You know, uh, dinner time is, you know, whatever's comfortable for you. It's no different than if you went to dinner to. 
you may call ahead for a reservation. I know I'm doing that. I have my anniversary is next weekend. So we've already made our reservations for dinner. Um, you, but you have a say in that, you know, you'll be able to say, okay, you know what? I want to go to dinner at eight 30, for instance, uh, in regards to, um, dress attire, you know, we do more resort casual, you know, you can dress up if you see fit, if that's what you're comfortable with and what you're used to. I know I'm dressing up when I go to dinner, but it's a bit, or you can just a bit more laid, laid back. You can wear a nice polo like I'm wearing right now, nice pants uh, for dinner. Ladies, you can, you know, obviously dress, you know, in capri pants. You don't have to go in the formal evening uh, evening uh, dress. So, um, again, it's all about freedom and flexibility when, when you sail with Norwegian. We also offer fantastic entertainment options, Broadway, Vegas-style shows. You know, we have such shows like the Jersey Boys, um, Kinky Boots, uh, Footloose are on our ships. Um, and these are what's great about this, Scott, is these shows are already included in your cruise fare. So you're not paying any additional cost to catch the Jersey Boys on the Bliss. Um, if you were to go to Broadway and catch the Jersey Boys, you might pay, you know, you know, high double figures, triple digits just to catch the show on Broadway. Well, with Norwegian, it's included. So it's it's definitely, it, it adds that additional value when you sail with Norwegian, as well as the flexibility of the freestyle experience. Yeah, I think the value portion of what's going on, I think, I'm a big proponent of value. I've, I've always said that price is what you pay, and value is what you receive. So I'm a big proponent of making sure there's good value in whatever you do. Looks like we lost Chris on our signal, maybe. He'll come back. Oh, here he comes. Hold on. There we go. All right. We're back with Chris on our feet here. I apologize. For that. I don't know what's going on. That's all right. It's, it's, it's okay. We're, we're back. So I was saying that the value component is really important, I think, especially for family, for families. Um, I think uh, to be able to know that uh, price is what you pay, but value is what you receive, and you have to weigh that out. And I think that uh, overall we are talking great value in cruises, and uh, Norwegian is certainly one of the great value leaders um, in that. Now let's get to more specific stuff because obviously everyone wants to know, what's going on with all this COVID protocols and everything else and Canada and everything else that's going on because there's a lot to go on. But we And we don't have a crystal ball, neither you nor I, to know exactly when we're going to be opening up to go cruising again. So we, we're not knowing that. When cruising does start, and it will, I mean, it's an, it's, it is an inevitability, yep. um, what kind of capacities are going to be on the ship, and, and, and how, are the, how are the cruise lines and how is Norwegian specifically addressing all of those social distancing, mask, and all those other issues that I'm sure everyone wants to know about. So we haven't we haven't given a target number for what the capacity will be. I will ballpark it probably around 50% when we uh, when we first get going. Uh, we are implementing social distancing measures. So, you know, our guests are, are, are staying about six feet apart. Um, now, you know, a, a lot of folks may think, well, that's impossible on a cruise ship. And, you know, there's plenty of space. safely um you know we have shapes like the bliss encore and joy that had observation lounge which are built specifically for giving guests kind of an area to spread out you know and get away from everyone um so that's you know that's going to be a feather in our cap when we come back in regards to masks we haven't made a definitive um a statement on what the protocols will be for masks i would guess that it would probably be uh, required but again i don't know uh, the specifics on that we sent over recommendations to the CDC, and one of those recommendations was, you know, giving information on masks. So, um, you know, we'll have more info forthcoming once that is available. I imagine 
within the six, the next 60 or 90 days, we'll probably have a bit more clarity on that. You know, I know vaccines are a popular topic right now. Of course, that's being rolled out. But there, you know, there are going to be folks that don't want to get them, you know, for a variety of reasons, you know, many of which are medical. Um, so we haven't made a, 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 a determination on that either. Um, so we're still kind of early in, the, in that process. Um, but we will be, uh, you know, we are replacing all the air filtration system across all 17 ships um, to basically hospital-grade air filtration. So it's supposed to kill like 99.6% of airborne pathogens, which would include, you know, the, the, COVID, uh, the COVID pathogen. I'm not a scientist by any means, so I don't, you know, know the intricacies of everything I just said. But, you know, it, it, it is something that, you know, we are trying to improve that, you know, filtration system. And, you know, much, you know, in hospitals, this is, you know, obviously a, a, a very important topic. So to have it kind of mirror what you get in your medical facilities is going to be important for us. Um, so we will have social distance, like I mentioned, reduced capacity, um, the air filtration system, and then we'll get more clarity you know, hopefully in the next couple of months in regards to what we'll, where we stand with the masks and the, uh, and vaccines. So I guess because, you know, we're still kind of in this somewhat amorphous state where we're not really sure what's going on. You can't predict necessarily what's going to happen to things like the buffets, things like the entertainment, how that may be somehow changed um, with the, the cruising uh, situation. I'm guessing that, correct? Well, uh, well, in terms of buffets, um, you know, it sounds like we're going to go to, we'll still have the buffets, but it's going to be more like, you know, you know, wait staff, you know, uh, bringing your food as opposed to the standard grab and go, um, you know, which is one of my favorite things about the buffet is just walking in, grabbing some bacon and eggs and, and, and sitting down. So, but, you know, uh, again, it, it, you know, there's safety measures that we have to, to, that we have to adhere to, you know, with, uh, with the sensitivity of everything going on. Um, in regards to the entertainment, uh, you know, the shows will still go on. Um, it will be a, a limited capacity, of course. You know, I, I don't know if you've seen any, you know, you know, watch football games like the Super Bowl, for instance. There were fans in the stands, but there was like, you know, seats apart, rows apart. So I imagine we'll probably follow that model. You know, the NBA is doing that now and baseball is going to be doing that when it comes back now. Um, so we'll probably have that. We will still, of course, have the shows, but there will be, you know, you know, get safely seated uh, with enough distance apart. So, um, again, this all requires education and guidance, you know, with the CDC. So, you know, obviously things are going to be subject to change. And as we learn more and as we improve um, with, you know, everything going on, you know, in, in the current environment, you know, you know, things will be adjusted accordingly. You know, this, I, this all won't be a permanent, you know, uh, experience on cruising. Um, as things improve, I'm sure there'll be some things adjusted and, you know, going back to the normalcy of cruising. But, you know, for the first six months to, you know, maybe a year, you know, this could be kind of the environment, you know, unless otherwise noted. All right. That's excellent. Now, what about shore excursions? I know that obviously one of the great uh, things I love about cruises is you go from port to port to port. You only unpack once. It's a beautiful thing, or I should say my wife only unpacks once. It's a beautiful thing, and and you can see different things, and you can do different things. And back pre-COVID, you could either take something from the cruise line or take an excursion from a private company or just go ahead and do your own thing. And I've done all three, I, you know, in my cruising history. I've, I've done what the, what the cruise lines offered. I've done what uh, – I've gone on my own and found things, and I've uh, 
went ahead one day in St. Thomas and rented a car and had a blast driving on the wrong side of the road with the wheel on the wrong side and all of that. So what are the changes that are going to be happening when it comes to uh, shore excursions, which I know is a big part of uh, what people do when they go to the ports? So excursions right now, um, you know, obviously, and I'm, I'm much like you, you know, I, I love being able to just get off the ship, at, you know, my leisure and just, you know, wander around. Um, my wife and I, we did our honeymoon in the Mediterranean a few years back and, you know, we did, uh, we, some of our time in Florence, we just got off the ship and, you know, we, we, we say we want to get lost, you know, and just wander the city. Um, you know, getting back to what, what it will look like once we're back, you know, it'll, more than likely be uh, guided excursions that you can only get off the ship as a part of a guided tour. Um, and again, it's just to expand the bubble experience that what we'll have on board the, the, the uh, on board the ship. Um, so in the short term, we'll probably see where you can only get off as you're part of a shore excursion, um, you know, specific through, through uh, uh, a book directly through NCL, um, you know, so, and there'll be social uh, distancing measures and, and, and safety protocols adhered to on those excursions as well as well. So I don't know how long that would last. Again, that's going to be, you know, as we get more education, as we improve the, uh, the, the, the current, the situation in the current environment, you know, with guidance from the CDC and the, you know, protocols of the individual ports as well. You know, the, the while all of that doesn't sound, you know, it doesn't sound great. You know, again, the important thing is the health and safety of our passengers, our crew, and the folks in the ports uh, as well. So, you know, we want to do our, our our best, our due diligence to making sure that everybody, you know, ev all all phases of this, um, you know, are come back safe and healthy, um, you know, and and you know, enjoying the cruise experience as best as we can while we get back to the, you know normalcy. No, I understand. It's a, it's tough, and and my hope is that Norwegian and other cruise lines will also prevail upon uh, trusted uh, vendors that are not, uh, you know, necessarily part of the Norwegian family to be able to go ahead and have those people be, uh, you know, a, a short excursion option because there are several great companies out there that uh, have been dying on the vine the last year and and certainly could use right. the help. You know, besides the besides the regular vendors that Norwegian uses, I'm sure that the mechanisms are in place to try and take care of that. Now, um, let's talk about something else that has to do with cruising, and that is the Canada situation. Mm -hmm. um, right now, we have a situation where Canada has basically banned any large ship, which Norwegian would, of course, number those, right. um, from, from, from stopping in Canada until February 2022, which, of course, basically... By all by all indications, would tend to shut out the the Alaska season for this year and the New England season for this year, which I know Norwegian is one of the many players that takes both both of those type of itineraries, uh, you know, for folks. Um, I know there's been talk about the Passenger Ship uh, Vessel Act and also the uh, Jones Act, which are sort of married to each other. Um, what kind of uh, action is Norwegian taking? Um, to try and, you know, get some kind of a one-year waiver um, from those stipulations that you have to stop in the foreign ports. So, Scott, we had these discussions last year um, when all this was, was going. We were trying to find, you know, what options were available. We had, you know, there were some good discussions, but as you know, not, you know, there were no sales. Well, nothing, nothing last year was difficult because, you know, that was basically when you didn't really know how to, 
react to the whole thing. Now we know how to react to the whole thing. We have a, we do have vaccines. We do have, uh, you know, other reactors. We do have much easier and you know faster test testing and results. So there's a lot, there's a lot better outlook for travel overall. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just curious, what you know, is, is there pressure from Norwegian and and the other cruise lines to tell Congress, can you just give us a waiver for one year? I mean, those discussions have been ongoing. And, you know, like I said, we started them last year when we tried to do all this. And, yeah, to your point, obviously, the, 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 everything was a bit different with understanding everything that was going on. And we're clearly far along, uh, further along, to your point, with the vaccines and, and cases going down. Um, but we had very, very good discussions last year. It's last year, so it's kind of picking up that thread and, you know, trying to see if there's a way to, uh, to, to, to work around it and get that, that waiver, as you said. Of course, there's other, you know, there's other things in effect, you know, again, the CDC um, to get their uh, blessing to just go ahead and start cruising. So even if we get the approval from Congress, the CDC then has to, you know, give their blessing and say, okay, you know, go, go ahead. So there's a lot of moving parts here. So it, it, I know. It's like, it, 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 as you know, it seems like there's like a 50 step process, you know, for everything. So and it's a changeable um, piece. The things change basically on a daily basis. I mean, it's it's just you know people people who people who just go ahead and they just want to go ahead and book whatever vacation. They don't understand all the things that could happen to them. And I've had people come to me and say, "Can you fix this?" And I said, "Well, you didn't book with me, so I really can't." But I'll give you a little hint to help you, but I, right. I can't necessarily fix it because uh, you know I'm not I'm not the one I'm not the travel agent responsible party on this. Now, ask another question. Let's pivot to uh, something that Norwegian does that the other cruise lines do as well, and they do them very well. And that's private islands. Um, mm-hmm. With the return from COVID thing, I would suspect that private islands owned by the cruise lines are going to have a much busier time. Because it'll be a safe kind of bubble, as you like to say, to to have people, uh, you know, stop that on on their cruise. Now, what what properties do, does Norwegian own in this regard, and then how are they getting set up for uh, this new wave of uh, you know cruisers that will be coming? So we actually have two private islands. We have Great Sturb Cay, which is our private island uh, in the Bahamas. Uh, it's actually the largest of the cruise line owned private islands, so a little feather in our cap. Um, so we've actually, even though we have not been sailing, we have been doing regular work and preparation on the island to get, um, to be up and running when we are welcoming passengers. Um, you know, we have private cabanas, and this is all pre-COVID, um, but we had private cabanas that had plenty of space you know, in between them. So you weren't like, you know, again, you wouldn't be on top of each other, even in a post COVID world. Um, you know, we, we offer plenty of space on the Island itself, you know, though, obviously it's outdoors. So obviously that's going to be, that you know, give us more of it, you know, it obviously is going to help, but again, we'll be, you know, spacing out like, you know, the beach chairs. So, you know, you're not, you know, too close to, to, to folks. <laughs> oh, excuse um, me. Bless you. Bless you. Um, we also have a private Island, uh, Harvest K off the coast of Belize. Uh, we're the only cruise line that goes to a private island off the coast of Belize as opposed to goes, going to Belize City. Um, so, again, that's a part of our Western Caribbean itineraries, whereas Great Stirrup Cay is a part of the Eastern Caribbean. So this gives give us a great advantage to have, you know, in, in different directions, these two islands. So when we do get back, I imagine we'd be able to offer both, even on one itinerary, we get both options. Maybe you do, you know, an Eastern itinerary and a Western itinerary. So it gives you a little variety. Um, but Harvest Key is much of the same setup as you can see in Great Stir of K. You know, we have private cabanas that properly spaced out pre-COVID, of course. 
Um, so it won't change that much. Probably, um, provide more distance uh, uh, in the uh, with the chairs. There are indoor dining uh, facilities on uh, in on board. Excuse me, on the island themselves. Um, you know, again, much like any venue here uh, back home, you know, there's going to be social distancing. There is outdoor seating as well. So if you do feel more comfortable being outdoors, um, but again, as you said, it's an extension of the bubble environment. And I use bubble because you know that seems to be like I'm a sports fan. Yeah, I'm a sports fan, and that's what the NBA did for the playoffs. So. Um, but that seems to be what we're doing. So like the bubble atmosphere of the cruise will be extended to the two private islands. So even if we are back to cruising and we're not going back, to, well, it's going to be a couple things. One, when we are back to cruising, we're probably going to want to do it to close to home ports, you know, and, you know, just in case. So this way it's easy to maneuver folks around. But obviously uh, areas that we can control, because we talked about with shore excursions, you know, it's kind of like a bubble atmosphere. The private island gives you kind of that more open feeling because, again, it's an ex it's a giant extension of that bubble that we were talking about. So you'd be able to go off on your own on the island and do what you want. Like have that freedom of what you would normally experience when you go to, on a port of call. Um, so that'll be a great advantage uh, for us. And you know, again, that close proximity. So again, you know, we can do the shorter cruise options if we have to do the cr shorter cruise options where it's only a few days. To right. get to Great Stir of K as opposed to going nine days to get to like the Virgin Islands, for instance. Well, it doesn't take that long, but you know, the lesser Antilles, you know, for example. So, um, you know, even if other ports don't want, aren't comfortable opening, we'll at least still have options in the short term. So that's the advantage we have with the two private islands. Yeah, because I was thinking that maybe you'd just do a cruise where you're a day at sea, you're at the private island a day at sea, and you're back, and you've satisfied the requirements of the passenger ship act. Act and the, the Jones Act and all that, and you, know, you can go ahead and do the same thing. You can go from Galveston down to Belize and back. So you know you have right. different options now. Before we before we leave, um, just let's talk about the ports that you go from on a year-round basis. Um, and then ports you sometimes go on but don't. Obviously, the Florida is a big is a big cruise hub. There's no doubt about it. I've been to, I've been to the Fort Lauderdale. I've been to the Miami hubs ports and it's just, it's absolutely nuts sometimes because there'll be five, six, seven, eight ships leaving in one day. I know that Norwegian also has two ships that do come from New York, which other cruise lines don't have that kind of, you know, annual regular thing, which I think is great because I'm a New Yorker and it helps, it helps mm -hmm. some of my client base to be able to go ahead and sip out. But what are some of the other places besides Florida and New York that you have a regular year-round presence in? So for year-round presence, year-round as well from Honolulu. We are the only cruise line in the industry that does a seven-day round trip from Honolulu around the Hawaiian Islands. Um, it's a U.S. flagship, the Pride of America, so it does not need to go into international waters. You don't have to go to Mexico or Fanning Island, which is like a thousand miles south of, of, of Hawaii. So that's a great advantage for us because it's a year-round presence in Hawaii, and Hawaii is a bucket list that hundred hours in port. You get every day you're in port on the islands. You get four islands, you do an overnight stop in Maui and Kauai, and then you get two ports of call on the big islands, so you go to Hilo and Kona. So again, that's a great advantage for Norwegian when doing Hawaii. Other cruise lines, they have to go from the West Coast and you cross the Pacific. Uh, so you may get a couple of days in Hawaii itself. So 
that's a great year-round presence. We also also have a year-round presence in Barcelona uh, for those folks that want to go international. Um, and then, you know, seasonally, you know, we're in LA uh, doing the Mexican Riviera from, uh, you know, from, from fall to spring. Uh, Alaska, of course, is a huge presence, a uh, round trip from Seattle, but we also offer north and southbound from Seward, southbound to Vancouver, and then Vancouver back up to Seward. We do offer, for those of you in New England, uh, we offer uh, seasonal cruises out of Boston, going down to Bermuda, and doing Canada and New England. As Scott mentioned, we have the two ships in, in, in New York. One of those ships will do Canada and New England as well. Um, you know, we are a global cruise line. We are on all, we go on all seven continents. Um, you know, we do Antarctica from, uh, from Buenos Aires and Santiago, Chile. So that's a part of our South American itinerary, but we offer a, a port in, uh, that does uh, excursions to Antarctica itself. We do, uh, Australia, New Zealand from Auckland and Sydney. We have Southeast Asia from Tokyo, Bangkok, Singapore, Hong Kong. Uh, we have Middle East cruises. If you want to go around the Arabian Peninsula from Dubai. Um, we have seven ships at any, at some point in the year, we'll have seven ships, uh, at a given point, I should say during the year, excuse me, doing Europe, you know, from, uh, uh, Copenhagen, Amsterdam, Southampton, Barcelona, Venice, Rome. Um, we also offer some of my new favorite itineraries starting next year, our round trip cruises from Reykjavik, Iceland. Um, we usually just do Reykjavik as a port of call. Well, now it's going to be a, uh, an actual, uh, destination, uh, uh, for us. So you can actually fly into Reykjavik, catch a ship there, you go around Iceland as well as Greenland, and then back to Reykjavik. Um, and we're also doing eight-day round-trip cruises from Cape Town, South Africa. Uh, again, first time home porting in Cape Town. So that's going to be awesome for us uh, going around South, you know, the, the South African coast. So again, there's some great variety that we offer, whether it is year-round um, or even seasonally. So for those of you that are looking for your bucket list destinations, um, Scott's a great guy. I can, I can, I can, I can assure you, he can, he can definitely get you the best offers and best deals uh, for those bucket list packages. So, uh, you know, Norwegian has that uh, variety for you to choose from. And they go from like three days to over twenty. I mean, so you know, yeah. you can, you can, you can, you know, depending on what the availabilities you have, you can go ahead and you know take advantage. And there's no doubt about it. Well, I Absolutely. think that sort of wraps up the whole uh, Norwegian thing. Um, I know it is, you know, freestyle cruising at its best. And uh, I do have uh, a lot of uh, my clients are, are, you know, obviously ones that are committed to the brand. And then I appreciate that. And there are others who, you know, try it and like it. There are others who try it and they realize it's okay. And then that's the way it goes because, you know, it's just like anything else. You have, you have to try it once and then you Absolutely. can figure out if you, if you like, if you like it or not. And then there's, and like I said, there, there, there are some cruise lines I've tried once and I'm not going to name them, but I'm not going back. <laughs> and there are other cruise lines I've gone on multiple times and, you know, sign me up for the next one. So, I mean, that's the way it goes, just like any other vacation destination. So Absolutely. I want to thank you for being on board. And again, I just want to let everyone know that uh, our my current offer is we're going to be giving away extra cruise credit, uh, onboard credit. If you book with me anytime between now and the end of April. Um, and again, Chris can confirm this with a head nod that, there is a lot of pressure to go ahead and book cruises far in advance. Unfortunately, cruise lines like Norwegian, we can actually book you into 2023 with a low deposit and payments as you go. So you can really take advantage of that. Um, so $25 if you get an inside cabin or an ocean view, $50 if you get a balcony or better. And if you go on Norwegian, because Chris is here with me today, I'm going to double that. And uh, 
give you a 50 or a 100, depending on what kind of cabin category. And that's, uh, that comes, comes in handy because you can go ahead and uh, buy a few things, a few trinkets, a few drinks, whatever you like. So yeah, again, and, 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 and you know what? I'm, it's Friday. I'm in a great mood. I'm having a lot of fun. So what we'll do, Scott, is I'll match your offer. So, you know, whatever offer you're offering, you know, let's, let's April match. 30th, April 30th, if you book with me, it's now gone up with, with Norwegian. You get $100 on board credit for a inside or ocean view and $200 on board credit for balcony or better. And they have some great, trust me, there's some great cabin categories. Even if you have a family of five or six like I do, there are great cabins you can get on Norwegian and you're not going to feel gypped and you're not going to feel squished and you're not going to feel claustrophobic. Oh, not at all. And yeah, so, we have cabin categories for everybody. You know, if you're traveling alone, we have studio cabins that, that are custom Ooh. built and priced specifically for the single traveler. Right. Inside ocean views, balconies, club balconies, and our suites and, and our haven. Our haven is... You know the, the you know the creme de the creme in in in, in the industry. It's uh, you know it's a private uh, suite complex. We call it a ship within a ship. Basically, if you don't want to step out of the haven, you don't have to. It has access to a private pool, private restaurant, private bar, private lounge. Um, there's only 50 or so of these cabins within the haven complex, so they are as exclusive as they come. They're two bedroom suites. You can hold up to six passengers. So if you're traveling with your family. Um, or even going celebrating a honeymoon or just want to get away, but you want that, that luxurious light, uh, experience, you know, we can definitely, uh, uh, you know, provide that on board in the Haven. I promise it's one of those experiences. Once you try it, you're, you're not going, you're not going back to any other category below it. I've a client and a colleague both say that it's, it's really tough to just go to a regular balcony or even a regular suite after the Haven. So I know exactly from what you speak of. So lots of great offers, lots of great stuff. We'll, uh, have everything up for you, and uh, it's going to be a great thing. So I want to thank Chris Posada from Norwegian Cruise Lines for hopping on board. I want to thank him for the promo that I wasn't expecting, and I want to be able to say that uh, it's Friday, Saturday, right? <laughs> it is Friday, and this is the Walters Wandering Travel Podcast. You can catch it wherever you get your podcast from. Have a great day, everybody. Bye, Scott. Bye, everyone.